5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis. COVID, as we know, is impacting a range of uh, occupations right across the board, no matter what they may be. And uh, schools will be no different when students return towards the end of the month. But teachers are concerned about a proposal that could see teachers who are waiting results or maybe even have diagnosed positive but are uh, without symptoms uh, turning up to school to teach so schools don't run short of teachers, but then they'd have to isolate when they go home from their families. That doesn't seem terribly practical from a, well, living your life situation. Let's talk about that with uh, Andrew Gold from the Australian Education Union. He joins me now. And, uh, Andrew, I understand potential strike action on the cards. Hey, good evening, Matthew. Um, that's right. We commence the ballot with our members uh, tomorrow. That'll open. and That ballot will be open until Monday, close of business next week. So we'll be in a position to say whether or not that strike action goes ahead. But fundamental to that is that the state government needs to ensure that uh, preschools, schools and TAFE colleges are safe places in which to work and that all the things that could be done to ensure the rate of COVID is slowed and, um, and all, all the mitigations that need to be in place are in place. And of course, we've been saying you need two weeks to do that, but the government wants to push ahead. So um, unless there's a safe workplace for children and, and uh, staff, um, we may well see some industrial action, but again, that depends upon the way our members vote. All right. So is that the big concern here, that teachers will be coming to work regardless, essentially regardless of what their results are, uh, and then have to isolate when they're home? Well, I think at the moment the uh, the instructions from um, SA Health are that if teachers are asymptomatic, um, obviously if they, if they have COVID, then um, that's a problem. But mm. if they're asymptomatic and they're in front of a class, then... Uh, they're considered to be a close contact if someone in that class um, uh, has the virus. And then um, as under the close contact rules, they're required to go home and isolate. So this absurd situation could exist where teachers who have 29 kids in the class um, may well be isolating from their families for an extended period of time. And, of course, there's real health concerns around um, uh, female teachers who are pregnant and, of course, um, uh, those who are immunocompromised or who are going home to immunocompromised family members. So some real significant issues there around safety. And, of course, as a union, safety is our thing. Um, we want the safest workplace possible for students and, uh, and staff. Yeah, of course, and I'm sure that's that's uh, right across the board. Have you? I mean, this is testing the waters, I suppose, in a ballot. But do you have a feel from speaking with your delegates as to uh, in different schools what the the mood is amongst teachers? Are they likely to support? Do you think at this stage? Yes. Um, well, look, industrial action is always last resort, mm. but we just didn't feel that um, that the government or the education department were listening to our concerns, and we met with them last Wednesday. And I'm really pleased to note that within uh, an hour of us um, uh, going public about the uh, the ballot taking place tomorrow. Um, I am pleased to announce that the Premier and the Minister uh, contacted us and want to uh, meet with us. So, and that'll be first thing tomorrow morning. So, that's a real positive development, and and I hope this marks a change in in the government's attitude rather than uh, treating um, educators with contempt in terms of their advice about how this should be implemented on the ground. But now they'll start to listen and make some changes about what that might look like. I mean, we're all about the same thing, you know, as I said, safety in the workplace yeah. and safety for kids and 
stuff. Is, is ventilation, does that remain a problem for classrooms? I, I know there was chat about this being a must uh, moving forward, but the education department saying not possible for every classroom. What's, what's the union's position on that? Yeah, ventilation is essential. We know that an exchange of air uh, lessens the likelihood of it contacting Omicron. Um, but the reality is, uh, and we know from, from leaders, that um, there are many classrooms where uh, windows are nailed shut because the putty that keeps the window panes in contains asbestos products. Yeah. So, you know, there's some real complex issues. And, of course, when you remove asbestos, there's a whole procedure that requires to be in place. Yeah. So there's those sorts of issues, issues around refrigerated air conditioning and how effectively they work in summer when windows are open. Um so those sorts of things need to be worked through. And, of course, principals the dying minutes of Term 4 mm. were required to do that audit. And I don't know that they've heard any detail that I'm aware of about the process by which those things will be resolved. And air purifiers, are they still on the must, must-have must list? Well, despite... Um, uh, and we respect Nicholas Perry's uh, position on these things, but um, interstate uh, air purifiers in New South Wales, for example, uh, are, are one component of the New South Wales approach. And, of course, it, an air purifier of itself by itself is not going to uh, make a, um, uh, you know, a significant difference. But the important thing here is we should be doing all that's reasonable and practicable to ensure a safe workplace. And, and so in that respect, air filters are one measure of many measures that uh, we would like to see in place. Mm. All right. So tomorrow morning, a meeting with the Premier and or, and or the Education Minister, certainly the government, let's call it that, and uh, hopefully that might see the need for strike action averted. That's that's where you're at tonight. Is that a fair call? Uh, if, if this state government and the Education Department can address our, our well-documented concerns, then uh, we won't need to proceed with this sort of action. That's correct. Yeah, all right. Andrew, well, let's hope it comes to that exactly because I'm sure parents will be looking to uh, to send their kids back to school. Nothing's more important in a child's life than getting a good start at the beginning of the year, as I'm, I'm sure you'd be very well aware. And uh, uh, trying to get everyone on the same page to ensure that happens despite Omicron is, uh, is going to be, well, a mountain to climb. But if everyone is on the same page, maybe we can all just get there. That's right. We all need to work together. And, um, you know, I sympathise with parents with this, but um, they need to understand it's about safety. Yeah. Um, and that means their children too. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Andrew, appreciate your time tonight. Thank you. Thank you very much, Matthew. 5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis.